Welcome to the Creating Salon Success Podcast, where you will find educational and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream salon. And here's your beauty salon, systemization expert, spa owner, and entrepreneur, Louisa Ashforth. Louise Ashford from LA Trading Academy Creating Salon Success. I'm here today with Katie and I'm really excited to talk to Katie. So thank you for joining us today, Katie. My pleasure. Uh, would you want to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and what it is that you do, please? Yes, absolutely. So I'm Katie Angelidi. I married a Greek man, so I will forever have to spell my surname. I'm a makeup artist. I'm a working mum of two little girls. I, I call myself a makeup dinosaur because I have been in the industry for it's almost 25 years. Yeah, so I and I run a bridal makeup business and it's getting to the point now where actually some of my brides are coming in that are about 25 years old and it's like, <laughs> whoa. Um, but makeup is and always has been my passion. Um, so my bridal makeup business is my main business now and that's been the case for about 12 years. And then three years ago, I set up kind of like a sister, it was like a kind of a heart project. I set up Beauty Unfair filtered as kind of like another branch that was always just going to be something that I did that was my passion started out with a, just a big Facebook group um, and it's all about educating real women I never wanted to go into training other makeup artists really I wanted to help bring empower real women mums from school you know women who maybe who's who've just got divorced or whose kids have left home who want to discover themselves educate real women on real makeup techniques so I'm the kind of the anti-Instagram makeup artist very talented very, very talented. I always say that, but that those kind of looks aren't always achievable for most people. So I'm here really bringing, helping people learn about themselves, learning about their skin type, their skin tone. And then what started out as a passion has become my, my side business and really what kept me afloat through lockdown. So everything happens for a reason, right? Absolutely. And uh, oh, definitely a, um, a lady after my own heart. I'm not um, into all those looks. Don't get me wrong, like you say, it's phenomenal what they can do. But um, I think I've had this conversation with someone before that it might be me self, actually. And uh, we were talking, some of this contouring just looks amazing, actually, on men. Like they I pull it off so well and sometimes when women do it I don't always think it you know like they're just following suit sometimes aren't they it's amazing what they can do but when you look completely different it's quite frightening you know it's just unfortunately that that whole style of makeup comes from drag and and really no one wears it as well as the drag queens because it is designed face into a feminine face and it doesn't always work the other way around but some people that they're so clueless about makeup which is fine because there are certain things in life that I'm completely clueless about but they think there's no point me even getting started because I can't do all of that contour stuff and actually there's a thousand steps you can do before you even need to get to contouring and that's yeah. what I love when people go oh hang on a minute um yeah it never gets old I, I do love that I love it when people have a realization moment as well when they actually realize how good they look you know just enhancing their natural features rather than trying to cover everything up Absolutely. so yeah so I know we're both passionate about skin so we're all about you know letting your skin show through instead of um covering everything up it's like no yeah. be you but hey it's uh it's the world that we live in today isn't it sadly <laughs> yeah but um just to start off with then that's an amazing introduction and I'm so excited just to chat to you and find out all your maneuverings through lockdown and COVID and stuff like that because I know obviously you are in the same industry as us and it is it has been 
very, very difficult for so many. So let's just find out a little bit about you first, if that's okay. So what book are you reading right now? So whether it, it can be um, educational, uh, fiction, backed, whatever. I'm, I'm naturally a massive bookworm and, and take my kids away and let me let me have some time and I can get through. I did 10 books on my 10 day honeymoon. Um, and I still found time to honeymoon, but I am so time stretched at the moment generally running two businesses with two children my husband is always on night shift so I'm almost solo parenting oh I haven't suited myself to a good fiction book in a long time I am trying to read profit first which is oh, a I business love that book. book yeah yawn I'm so bored <laughs> it's so boring I really learned I, it, it's just too sensible and well I was gonna say maybe you don't need it maybe you do not need that book and to be honest I listened to it so I am terrible for listening and doing something else at the same time so I kind of feel myself prick up when I'm like oh yeah oh <laughs> I know that I'm not into it I read the book and my phone's pinging and I'm like oh I'll have a snack I did read normal people the, the book version Ooh. of the film and I actually really do love Jojo Moyes again it's the book versions of the film I I mean, I don't read enough. I will. I will get a book because I think it's the perfect way to wind down in the evening. I'm going to pull one off my bookshelf and give it another crack. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I do love like some a lot of the self development books. I am, um, you know, I, I do love them, and some I think resonate more. And Profit First, I think, is just one of those where a lot of the time we don't focus on the profit. So I think it's for some people, it's definitely worth um, a listen, if not a read, um, just because it does kind of make you think differently about your pricing, especially in our industry. So I'm always telling a lot of my ladies and stuff we're always talking about pricing structures and stuff like that so definitely a good book but it might not be a pleasure book <laughs> so. definitely not <laughs> I love that but yeah fair enough um, that's great who inspires you whether it's famous family uh, friends yourself I love powerful women and do you know Caroline Hirons yes yes so Caroline Hirons is probably the one who inspires me the most because she's got the most phenomenal work ethic I'm very 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 privileged that I worked with Caroline for a lot for a long time before she became the Caroline Hirons that we know now I worked um I just worked with her we we crossed cross paths we both worked for different brands and just before she launched her blog I had lunch with her and she said um spoke to Jim and he said that I should probably maybe start a blog and he thinks it might be a good idea and I went yeah I mean I don't know give it a crack or you'll I'm sure you'll do I'm sure you'll do okay or I said something really uninspiring and she's obviously gone on that's where everything started her blog I love how she champions women in the industry I love how she stands up to people who you know just put really un, unhealthy advice out there I love how ferociously she loves her children I just think she's fantastic and she is exactly the same in person as she is on screen so she's my inspiration actually I love it and I love it even more the fact that it's someone in the industry as well so somebody I can relate to as well so it's yeah, uh, yeah. and yeah she is amazing and if, if any of your listeners haven't heard of her which I would find hard to believe you need to just find her on YouTube and her channels and her Facebook she's literally everywhere in a good way not on YouTube anymore oh right nope, she did um she was getting trolled you know with all of these lunatics oh my goodness by by and so she said do you know what don't need you don't need youtube Pick yourself off it which i think is very very brave but so absolutely she's, every, she's literally everywhere else but she was just like i don't have time for you children it was a followers of this really young instagrammer so she just went bye 
Wow. Well, I did not know that because, uh, yeah, I just watch her on, I must just watch her on the Facebook then. Because I see her all the time and obviously you just have to Google her and she's got videos and stuff everywhere. But, well, good for her. To be honest, that's quite inspiring in itself, isn't it? And do you know what? I'm just going to sort of digress a little bit. Um, I often say this about like social media channels. You know, when we think we should be on LinkedIn and we should be on Facebook and we should be on Instagram and Twitter and, and whatever, Snapchat, TikTok, they all, do you know, you just think, I just did a live in my group the other day just to show that actually how much, um, you know, people say Facebook is dead, but you have to go with what works for your industry and your salon. So for me, you only have to look at the insights, the statistics, the analytics to see how much engagement we get on our Facebook page. You have to sometimes stop following the crowd and if it's not working for whatever reason, hopefully not trolling, then yeah, you just have to kind of, so good for her that she just kind of went, no, I'm okay. So yeah, good for her. That's what I say. Okay then. So soon as we're both passionate about skincare, what is the one skincare or makeup product that you couldn't live without? <laughs> when I read this question, I was like, oh. I am a big fan of a simple but consistent skincare routine. And literally my skincare routine is cleanse, double cleanse, hydrate, moisturizer, SPF. Mine too. <laughs> yeah, and I've gone back to, I, I was having, I did use a retinol in the evening. I'm not doing that anymore. I didn't see enough of a difference. Mm -hmm. I love exfoliating. I love an acid toner, but I love hydration. So I tell you what, I've got, oh, I can't think of one. I love That's your right. I love oh, your yay. I've got it on today. Um, <gasps> and I love that I can use it around my eyes. Mm. And I do love your squeaky clean cleanser. Oh, um, we do. <laughs> okay, my, my, but, but to be sensible, my product, my skincare product at the moment is SPF. Because, yeah, very sensible. Because I'm have, I, have, I didn't avoid it, but my skin breaks out really, really easily. And I found one that doesn't break me out. Love it. And I'm making it a part of my habit to put it on. I'm like, I'm in my early 40s. I have to be sensible. I put it on every single day. Great habit. Do you want to share which one it is? Because I'm sure you are not on your own. It is the La Roche Posay Anthelio Dry Fluid SPF 50 Plus. Fab. I'm glad you said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you said that very well I was yeah. like what <laughs> it's really good and it's always and I get it from look fantastic and I have like I, I it's always on special and if it's on super special I always stock up it's really it's really sheer and I put it on it and then I put my makeup on almost immediately on top of it just it works love it perfect gosh very good advice as well yeah. <laughs> but yeah perfect sensible, sensible answer well, it's a good one though, and we all need it. You know, been a lot of uh, pictures on Facebook, hasn't they, over this uh, mm -hmm. last weekend of people's sunburn and things? It's like, yeah, not me. No, me neither. Um, okay, so obviously we've come out of. Well, we're still in it, kind of, but we're not in lockdown right now. So we've we've been in the. Well, we all know what we've been in the pandemic and everything. So obviously your business had to kind of stop. So well, we all did, didn't we? It's, I'm just about to jump a question. That's why I just realised. Stop jumping, Louisa. Um, so in lockdown, did you become obsessed with anything like whether it was business, uh, personal, did it change you in any way? Like, you know, a lot of people became obsessed with exercising or food or certain things, or did you start a habit that you sort of never been able to or never bothered about and then it's kind of stuck? Uh, it was, so it, I found lockdown really, really challenging. We locked down with my mum because my husband is on constant nights and I've got two children. They are of the two, two ages where they just don't do anything together. So we went and locked down with my mum and sister and we isolated from my husband who was working a job where he wasn't allowed to wear PPE at first madness oh. now when you look back on it wow yeah I what did I get obsessed with I mean I ate and I didn't exercise I, it undid a lot of hard work for me I became I didn't become obsessed but 
it made me it was I had a, a massive realization how much my self-esteem is intrinsically tied to having a successful business I had to learn to be a stay-at-home mum and I adore my children I I do this to provide for my children and to inspire my children but I don't want to be at home all the time so I had to I had to, to diversify and maybe that became my obsession just kind of finding ways to stay I just obsessively stayed afloat because my mental health was on the edge and I, I compartmentalized everything and just focused on literally just every single day going for that walk cooking home home cooked food getting my kids schoolwork done we didn't do a very good job of that um and just trying to keep my business afloat really I wish I could say I became obsessed with exercise because then I wouldn't be having to google chub rob pants which is what I've been googling at the moment because I'm, I'm in my worst shape that I've ever been oh yeah I survived because at one point I didn't think I was going to I found it appalling I don't think you're on your own there either at all I think the amount of people that will relate to what you've just said is unbelievable and I don't think anybody realises how difficult it has been for so many people in that kind of situation. Whereas when you're either on furlough or you're having to work from home, yeah, it's a bit of a ball ache, but it's nothing like having your whole business close overnight. And for you with kids as well, and they, they're at home and no husband either, like being away from him, that must have been awful. And then, so I think good on you I think you've done amazing and you still look so stunning so uh, you don't look in the worst shape you look amazing actually I can I can probably relate to that myself and I've never really thought about it like that um I really did probably focus as well on business because you've got to find something to do and when you when you're used to being so busy to go from so busy to nothing overnight you're like well what do I do with myself yeah. you know what that's amazing that you've managed to so tell us a little bit then about your website that you did through well I know you did it before lockdown but obviously it's become bigger and it just shows how we do have to transition our businesses and be ready for you know any what well, I don't want to say disaster but you know anything can happen in life can't it that can you know, knock your duck off so to speak and then that now haven't we it's been proven to us this, absolutely this, I remember someone once saying to me three things that will always happen in life something like taxes weddings and death and I always thought weddings will always happen I will always have a job in wedding makeup and I I love what I do I love weddings which is good because I have 64 this year wow when it stopped yeah it just felt like my it felt like my identity had 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 gone so one of the things that I did do because I had to keep my bridal makeup business because they run almost as two separate businesses I had to keep my bridal makeup business going because I had to be still in business this year because 48 weddings last year I did six so that was 42 weddings that moved either moved to this year or to 2022 or cancelled altogether. Um, so one of the things that I did do was I created a virtual makeup artist service. Okay. Where I would have consultations with people who were having teeny tiny weddings because at one point it was like you can have five people or something ridiculous. And I would sit and have a video consultation with them, go through, and then we would set up a WhatsApp thread whatsapp thread and we would shoot inspiration pictures to each other and i'd be like asking them questions about the you know the looks that they want asking questions about their skin and then i would create a shopping list for them of all the products that they would need i and i did it on a pdf with link tried to find them discounts used affiliate code and then i recorded a lesson for them tailored to them obviously on my own face but if for example this one lady had really downturned eyes and I did a I showed her how to lift her eyes and by the end of it my eyes looked really tilted up <laughs> because I was showing her all the techniques 
And I think I sold about 12 of them and they were £225 each or something. And that was a massive help. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It helped a lot of clients who I couldn't service, but it was cash flow and the affiliate links really, really helped. And that kind of sparked me to look deeper into my affiliate, you know, um, partners, because I think that's a, a, a big, big part of my business now. And then the Beauty Unfiltered, yeah, I just I really polished up the website and focused on getting as many members in as possible. But I had to be really realistic because actually I didn't have massive amounts of time because the kids were literally always there. So I had to be really clever and I had to like batch record content. So I'd sort of like say to my sister, right, can you take the kids out for a really long walk? And I'm going to see how many videos I can record two hours, literally like makeup on, makeup off, makeup on, makeup off. And just obsessively created content and obsessively, like I always had my phone in my hand and some people are like, oh, it's terrible parenting. But, you know, sometimes man needs must. Got to do what you've got to do, haven't you? You really do. And I think these people that say, oh, I never have my phone in my hand when I'm around my children. Well, you're very privileged that you don't Absolutely. have to juggle. I remember when I grew up, my my mum's version of, of, of was go and watch the telly. <laughs> go and sit in front of the telly and watch She-Ra. Go and sit in front of the telly and watch <laughs> She-Ra. I love it. You know? <laughs> so it's not multitasking and doing other things when you have children is not new it's just now people can see us do it and people can get all judgment judgmental about it but that's I just did what I had to do absolutely and sounds like you've uh, done really well because your membership site and website well it looks amazing anyway but the stuff that you offer on there is brilliant isn't it so just um I just have to go back to that video that you were just talking about then about doing video makeup uh, tutorials for people I just think wow I feel like you've like kind of like saved people because that must have been so good for them because imagine being told you can't have your makeup artist and you're at your wedding and you're still going ahead and you want it to be you're still your most special day and yeah. I can imagine the relief that you gave some of those women you know just to be there on hand and I know it's a big a big thing for you as well um, and like you say you had to be throwing your hand a lot and you were researching but everything happens for a reason like you say so it's like it, it did point you then more to doing your website and your affiliates so I'm just sort of going back on that just to sort of say to some of my listeners that it, you know we're all talking about all the time about multiple streams of income and what if this ever happened again so it just shows like you know affiliates is something that we could look into in, on a deeper level like you said it's helped you keep going financially so, that is um, so tell us a little bit about your website then about what it is that you offer on there because uh, I have been on and it does look amazing um, and I know obviously I've had chats with you in your membership group and stuff so tell us a little bit about what what's on offer so Beauty Unfiltered is about learning about you really so one of the things that I feel, feel like people struggle with is they see these looks on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever, and they try and copy it and they get unstuck because they're trying to mimic somebody else doing a makeup that works for their face onto theirs. And it doesn't work because obviously our faces are like fingerprints. They are so completely unique. So Beauty Unfiltered is helping people understand their own faces so that people don't have to rely on Instagram, on YouTube, on um, makeup counters. Because, and I say this with all the love in my heart, because I worked on a makeup counter for many years. I trained all of the artists on, in a, in a, a, on a big brand. Some of them are amazing. A lot of them are sales assistants. They have incredible selling skills, but they aren't makeup artists. So it's basically giving women back the power so that they can go Go into a counter and say hi my skin is dehydrated with an oily t-zone it's a cool tone um i want a medium coverage foundation with 
pink undertones and then a cool tone bronze so that instead of being at the whim of other people you understand yourself so we have different categories face and base color reviews completely forgotten what the rest of them are but we have core, <laughs> core modules so the first one i suggest people start with is how to understand your skin type and i've i've learned that the majority of people who sit in my chair it's the first thing i i have to figure out with a client in my chair is what her skin is telling me and i'll say to people like i don't ask people what their skin type is anymore because chances are it's not right you know women tend to go to a makeup counter and i'll say this to mums of the brides all the time like tell me about your skin and they go well i'm oily because they went to a clinique counter in 1989 and they were told they were oily <laughs> and they've lived in that skin care they've lived in that skin type all this time literally their kids have grown and left home they've remarried they've moved house but they are still using the same skincare and their skin is no longer doing the same things, but they are plowing on and they're treating their skin as if it was something different. So I teach people how to understand their skin type, their skin tone, so you can colour match yourself with foundation, face shape, eye shape. And there's um, this is all in kind of like the content library on my website. There's lots of demos. There's loads of clickable PDFs and downloads and things like that. I might have guest speakers came in. You came in and it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. People come in teaching us how to do bouncy blow dries, um, talking about menopause, um, all sorts really. And then we have a really lovely little private Facebook group, which is where I kind of try and give most of my time. And it's lovely. We kind of capped out at the moment at about 43 members. Brilliant. Our turnover rate has increased because I can't give as much time to it now with the summer holidays coming up and all these weddings. But it seems every time someone leaves, somebody new joins. So maybe this is kind of where I'm going to sit around the 40 to 50 mark for now. Yeah. Um, and it's lovely. It gives me a little... It gives me the equivalent of a little part-time salary and it's it, it's a weight off my shoulders if anything ever happened that I've got that there. Definitely sounds great and I think it's really really inspiring that you you know took your passion and you know your passion is obviously I know it is makeup but it's obviously it's helping women as well and men maybe you know like we've got trans drag and I know you'll just work with anybody but you know it's helping people actually discover what's like you say what's unique about them and then that they've got this little community and I know like from my membership group how lovely having that little community is and how you know when you see members interacting with each other and it's really really nice and well what's more for you is obviously it's like an extra stream of income like you say and that freedom in your brain that if heaven forbid we went into lockdown again or anything you know this is not over at the end of the day but at least you've, you've put all these things in place now and you know it's really inspiring because I just I hope it makes some of our listeners think that you know they could do something too because I know there is people are always trying to find another avenue and I always think it's really good to relate it to what you're already doing so you know the amount of people I don't know they might have a salon and then start selling bags there's nothing wrong with that but I think if you can actually make it relevant to your industry it's a lot better because you can you're more passionate about it and you're not just doing it for the money it is about you know like say wanting to help people and educate them really so you've already got that audience that are open and open and who are going to absorb what you're saying if you're yeah. I couldn't imagine if you were around running a you know a successful salon and then you something happened again and you started selling cross it people might not they're not going to relate and I feel like sometimes it takes away from your passion Absolutely. So stick, to your, stick to your passion but I worked so so hard in the run-up to this before I launched my membership I had a Facebook group a free group it's a free community and there's um 1800 people or something on there and I plowed my efforts into that first to really grow my audience and kind of market research what what worked and what didn't work and that is still a 
really excellent funnel for me, but it's shown me I, I have to be massively active in there almost all the time. So that that juggle, isn't it? Like I have two Instagram accounts, I have my free Facebook group, I have the pages automating as much as I can has saved my bacon because there's not enough time in the day no, to share not. on every single social media front. It's it is difficult. Job. It is difficult, isn't it? And uh, I, I totally get what you're saying. It's hard. And so you sort of linked into my next sort of question, really. So that's great. I was just going to say, would you advise people then to create a group? Obviously, being aware of the time that, and effort that you have. You can't just create a group, can you? And then hope that it all works out. You've got to put that effort in and really research, like you say, your target audience. And like your example of doing, you know, a cross stitch, that's brilliant because you've already got your target audience and, and maybe your target audience for makeup or skincare or massage or your salon, whatever it is, is possibly not cross-stitch. <laughs> so yeah. I think you're right to definitely stay focused on your industry and find your passion about maybe your treatments and things like that and, and create a group based around that. Uh, would you sort of, is that what you'd advise to? Absolutely. And brand yourself as the expert in that and be, be available, be really open that's one of the one of the things that I think people have always said why they follow me and they and they are so loyal I mean I have people in my group that have been there and they and they comment on almost everything that I ever post because I'm unapologetically myself the whole time there's no point going on there and trying to pretend to be something that you're not because that's exhausting to keep up but definitely get a Facebook community you know automate if you if you're going to struggle with time with re, you know record things make sure that you've got things going in there but just go in there and ask questions just go in there and comment encourage other people to ask questions but dedicate the time to it have us have a strategy one of the best tips that i was ever told was by jody and roxy from ladies lifeland where they said the minute you want to go in and you want to ask a question or you want to get something from your facebook group that needs a lot of people to see it go in there the week before and ask and put like a silly quiz up like what type of crisp are you or something you know something that because people you think why would anyone want to go on and do one of those quizzes on a makeup group but you do i go on there and i'm like what lipstick did you wear in the 90s and everyone's like heather shimmer oh my god oh and and like, the shimmer. <laughs> right, exactly. it's like it's, it's one of the most engaging conversations i have with people like and then be like oh, do you remember when you used to wear white eyeshadow and everyone's like yes get that engagement going and then the next day put your important post in and everyone will see it yeah don't ever go in there with something you need somebody to see like dry do you know what i mean like go in there and kind of like warm the audience up a little bit and that was i've never even thought of that but it's one of my favorite things to do honestly getting 90s makeup gets everyone talking so there's a equivalent for everyone's industry literally did a live last week in my group showing insights one of the posts and i was going down showing the analytics of like the facebook and, and i'm always saying to people put put in there you know what's your favorite drink coke or pepsi something like that and people always say it's not relevant it's not relevant and i say i know but the idea is that once they've seen that post and they've engaged you will get engagement on the actual post you need them to see and um, it takes people ages to get their head around it because they don't want to come across unprofessional or foolish or silly or whatever but one of the most popular things we've had recently is your it was about sunday din sunday dinner it, honestly I, I can't remember the amount now but it was something stupid like 1300 and whatever engagement which is great for a facebook page and the amount of engagements we had people had never even heard of was commented on this post i mean i can't take credit for it leone one of my staff members did it do you know what and then the other one a really popular one is scones i mean at least you kept it relevant to the industry but you know jam or cream first it's crazy yeah, I, yeah. Yes, I, 
engagement. I've got one in my draft for when I need to do something and it's going to be body shot, white musk or jewellery. Oh, jewellery all the way. White musk, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it's there because I know that people will be like, even the most sensible people who, uh, you know, they can't resist. They're like, mm, why is she asking about this? White musk, <laughs> you yeah, know. 100%. And we're all going to take it, aren't we? I think I did see your Heather Shimmer one the other day because I definitely call, um, I definitely commented on some or, you know, ticked it on somebody's and I'm sure yeah. it was yours because uh, I thought, oh yeah, coffee shimmer was all right, but it's not really my colour. I'm much more of a Heather Shimmer. <laughs> my best friend wore coffee shimmer and I wore Heather Shimmer. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love it. That's brilliant. So it just shows, yes, it's all about creating engagement. So this is a really good topic today, actually, because um, this is something I've been really focusing on at the minute and not to, well, I'm going to digress as always, but I am doing a bit of a social media challenge in my group at the moment. And it's about just trying to get people to put that content out there. Because I think we think, I'm not saying we shouldn't think too hard about it, but we think so much about it and almost overcomplicate it to the point where we do nothing. Something is better than nothing, isn't it? So at least you're getting that engagement, getting yourself out there don't wait to be perfect don't wait to be perfect because unless your market your audience is um, completely perfect no one's going to relate to you one of the things and when I was actually creating my website and Roxy sat down with me who did it and she said you know we're going to have a few bullet points at the beginning like about yourself and one of the things I wrote on it was I think it's something like massively socially awkward like I have actually written that down and I wanted to talk to you about that warrior I can't remember what the yeah but socially awkward because people can relate to it when I go on and I'm like talking away I've got like a, a bagel seed in my teeth. Um, I did one the other day. I sat down to do a live and I've got my, had my t-shirt on back to front. And you know when Brilliant. it's going, you're going live in three. And I was like, oh, and I quickly <laughs> turned it round. And as it came I was just kind of like giving it round. And the thumbnails were, the thumbnail that it picked was obviously me. Like, oh, I thought, well, should I edit it? No, why? Why? Because it is so me. And it would be exhausting for me to try to pretend that I wasn't a doofus because I am in that mode most of the time. But it's why can relate. I agree. I, it's brilliant. I just think, like you say, just be who you are. You know what? I'm I'm the same. I always say like I'm a, I am don't know whether bumbling mess is the right word, but I'm always a little bit like, well, I did a live yesterday and there's only me that would do a live on the hottest day ever. And literally my fringe was stuck to my head and I'm going, I couldn't, and I, I was so sweaty. And I thought, well, I can't stop now. I've already started. And I thought I was, and, and uh, do you know what? I was just like, well, you all know me by now. I can't change, exactly. um, you know. But, at the same time exactly so you know at least I ain't come on all pristine because I don't think anyone would have believed that yesterday <laughs> so but you know like you said be authentic and I think it, that is one of the best pieces of advice I think isn't it just you are who you are don't try and be that's what especially in a salon people come based on you like I always say to my staff it's only 20% of what you know why they come back is the treatment the rest of it is all about you and how you made them feel you know that's why they're coming at the end of the day so now we've got the socially awkward one because I, I did just look at that it just it did make me giggle and the fact that you're not an ironing fan I thought me and you were like kindred spirits neither am I <laughs> I iron as I go if I have to and that's if I if I think oh dear Louise that's terrible well I don't really buy clothes I probably look more at Andy and go you cannot go out in that <laughs> I married an ex-military man when he first moved in with me um before we got engaged and I was trying to get him posed I ironed all his shirt and then oh. um when I looked at him the next day I, I noticed a really crisp line and I thought I job there but he'd taken them all out and re-ironed them and he didn't want to tell me and from that day on um I, I have never ironed and my mum's like you've married your soulmate <laughs> she sees me she's like Katie I'm like my body heat will push the will push the thing it doesn't matter honestly bigger picture 
for me. Exactly. And I always say, well, once it's on you, you can't see it anyway, can you? Because everybody else is looking at you. You're not really looking yeah. at it anymore. So. And, and I drive so much from my work. If I iron and then I sit in my car, it's going to crease up again. Oh, and that's just frustrating, isn't it? What a waste of time. Time is precious, so why waste it? <laughs> oh, brilliant. And my other kindred spirit, that I, uh, whatever I just said, uh, that I could relate to you with was your reverse parking. I love a bit of reverse parking. And I just thought it was great how it was on your website. Yeah, I'm very good at it. I used to be really into cars and I hate being told that I can't do anything. Um, and I, and I, But then I'm also terrible to teach. Like I can't be told I couldn't be an employee anymore. I have to absolutely work for myself because, um, yeah, and, and I couldn't go back to school. I couldn't go back and learn anything now because I just can't be told. But I, I remember once someone saying something about women reverse parking and I thought, oh, you pig, I'll show you. And I still love it now when the dads and, and, the, and I, I go in and I go, don't even look behind me. I just look in my mirrors and the dads yeah. are like, that's good. And I'm like, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Shut up. I'm, I'm the same. And it is. You get out of the car, don't you? Feeling really proud. Go, yeah, I know everyone's. Are you trying like, not to look around as if like you, you know how good you are? It's like, don't look at me I, I know I'm good <laughs> it's the feminist in me I'm like why would you think that I couldn't reverse part that it, it's just I'm just a, I drive myself mad once I get a bit between my teeth um I just I, I can't let it go but that's why I'm successful honestly that's why Absolutely. my business is still surviving that's why my business has survived two children because I'm so stubborn and years and years and years ago at school when I had my careers counseling in the library in the mid 90s and I said I want to be a makeup artist and the woman said nobody ever makes a living off of a creative industry and I was like right bit between my teeth 20 something 30 something years later I'm still talking about it because it clearly still bothered me but it's just this absolute determination to never fail that that I really think is why I am where I am I agree yeah absolutely it's not a bad trait is it not a bad trait at all and I think that's probably a really good thing to leave our listeners with I mean I don't even got anything else to tell us I think that's a really good piece of advice to say like you know be stubborn don't let anyone tell you no (laughs) so what would what would you say find your passion throw everything that you can at it don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it like obviously balance I'm not saying like ignore your children even though I often ignore mine (laughs) but just if you're good at something and it and it lights you up give it everything you've got don't let anyone discourage you find a way literally I, I call it blinkers on like with a racehorse blinkers on invest in yourself delegate I, I I don't try and do anything that I can't do which is why that profit first thing didn't work for me I will wait until I am in a financial position where I can get somebody to do that for me because it's not my strength get somebody to build that website for you if you need to get a VA find a way to be in your zone of genius this is an amazing industry that we are in no matter how much people in government poo-poo it and I remember them standing up and laughing about how apparently hairdressers want to open and you know we are an essential part of, of life we are passionate about what we do we're almost always amazing people and we're needed we are needed and what we do is as important as anything that needs maths and needs books don't let anyone dissuade you don't let anyone make you feel like you've not made the right choice by going into something beauty related because we are just as valuable that 
that's my piece of advice. I love it. I love it. I, I totally agree. I think, you know, often our industry is so devalued and, you know, very, obviously those people have no clue without being rude, but I'm sure our customers all say different because they have been dying for us to open. And obviously um, now we can, or don't want to speak negatively. So hopefully it will stay that way. Um, one thing then that I did see on your website as well, which just made me chuckle because I'm a big biscuit fan. I saw you very opinionated on biscuits. What is your favourite biscuit? or what is your opinion on these biscuits and then I will I will let you go <laughs> my favorite biscuit so okay <laughs> I love so many biscuits can't be a plain digestive but a McVitie's digestive not an Audi digestive um I don't actually like a chocolate digestive don't put dark chocolate on a digestive um home bargains did actually release the biscoffee sandwich biscuits you know hairdresser because you always get the little lotus biscoffee but they're circular with something with biscoffee cream in the middle mm. oh. wow that, if I had to die on a hill I would die on the, bis- <laughs> yeah, the biscoffee, biscoffee biscuit from Poundland or somewhere like that beautiful sounds good what, what a nugget to end this on <laughs> perfect perfect um i'm with you i probably couldn't pick but you know i am partial to a good old ginger nut with a cup of tea <laughs> no that's what i was i kept being told to eat those in my pregnancy ginger nut <laughs> i think they're a waste of a biscuit personally really oh yeah. they're great they're, they're, i do like them a cup of tea or even with milk um i'm not going to go into some of my like crazy habits because my husband says i'm the most disgusting person ever but uh, that might be a conversation for another day <laughs> we can share a biscuit selection box because we probably wouldn't steal the same biscuits there we go see this is why we're friends perfect. exactly perfect <laughs> the perfect combo and we can both reverse park awesome <laughs> so oh thank you so much for coming on katie it is brilliant and uh, do you know what i'm leaving this feeling inspired so i hope so many of the listeners are feeling inspired as well after speaking to you and I know how many people will be able to relate to a lot of the things that you have spoken about and hopefully you have inspired them to think that they can you know maybe transition their business and multiple streams of income as well so um and lots of places that we can go in this industry we're not we're not restricted and that is what what one of the best things about this industry is there are so many avenues that we can go down thank you so much it has been brilliant thanks so much for listening I'm Louisa Ashford I hope you have got so much value from this podcast as always thank you so much to our guests for coming on now if you haven't already please subscribe to my popping channel and also don't forget to take a look at my youtube channel so you can see all of these exciting videos there is also the membership site louisaashworth.co.uk and of course the free facebook group where there is loads of educational material creating talent success thanks so much